developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Hi there, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and across the Six Nations as Europe's elite go head-to-head in rugby's oldest international competition. Each week, we'll be looking at the QBE predictor, which forecasts the results of each round of matches. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe now and download wherever you get your podcasts. As always, thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm John Weeks, and this is The Leader. You take your seat in a vast, echoey hall with only a pencil and a clear water bottle for protection. As you turn the first page, the feeling of dread overwhelms you. As you rack your brains trying to remember your hours of revision, the blue and yellow sticky notes and the seemingly millions of things you learned in your class. But what if on top of all that, this was the first major exam you've had to take since you were 10 years old? You've been told exam boards marking will be tougher this year than last year, and you're still somewhat recovering from the mental impact of living through a pandemic. That's the situation faced by this year's cohort of A-level students, who've been dubbed by some as the unluckiest year. And their results appear to echo that sentiment. Top grades have plunged by a record 25% this year, as grading returns to pre-pandemic levels, a decision defended by Education Secretary Gillian Keegan on BBC Breakfast. The reason it's important to do this is, first of all, amongst the cohort itself, exams are the fairest way. And the second reason is these exams, both GCSEs and A-levels, are hugely regarded actually around the world, but they need to hold their value. As we saw in the pandemic, there were some years where 45% of students got A's and A-stars, uh, which was you know nearly double what usually happens. So it's very important that they hold their value. For some though, including Victoria Makumo and Julie Michelet in London, today has been a good news day. I only wanted three V's. And I got three A's, so that means I'll go to Oxford. So, <laughs> so I got A, A, B, C, so A in math, A in chemistry, B in French and C in physics. I got my, my, my final choice. So. But what about the estimated 19,000 who'll have to secure their university place through clearing? And was this decision to return grading levels back to normal the right one? Our education editor, Anna Davis, joins me now. So, Anna, can you just begin by explaining how exactly grading has changed since the pandemic? What does it actually mean now that exam boards have returned to pre-pandemic grading? What it means is that um, exams 
are getting back to normal and grading is getting back to 2019 pre-pandemic levels. If you remember, during the pandemic, exams had to be cancelled. So results were based on teacher assessments. And we saw huge, massive grade inflation for two years, where in 2021, results of the top grades, A and A star, spiralled up to 45%. Ofqual, the exams regulator and Department for Education, decided to reverse that that inflation. And Ofqual came up with a two-year plan to reduce levels back down to normal. The first year was last year, and then this year is the second and final year of that process. So students in England took exams as normal, and they were marked and graded pretty much normally. Um, There was a safety net put in by Ofqual to stop results falling below 2019 levels. But mostly they were graded in the normal way so that students this year can ensure that their grade is of the same value and not seen as overly inflated. Do you think that swap back to pre-pandemic grading should have happened this early if these students are still among those that were impacted by the pandemic, for example, not actually doing their GCSEs, as you explained, and actually given a teacher assessment instead? Yes, I mean, it's a good point because it was only the students in England who were graded back to normal this year. In Wales and Northern Ireland, their process of reducing um, the grades is going on until next year. So in 2024, they hope to be back to 2019 levels. So students taking their exams in England were the first to um, come under this new sort of stricter regime. And yes, some people would argue that these teenagers picking up their A-levels today are are the unluckiest cohort. That's what they've been described as because they they missed their GCSEs, so they didn't have that exam practice. Their GCSEs were awarded by teacher assessment, yet they also had lots of pandemic disruption. And they also had the teacher strikes recently, sort of in the last year of their A-levels. Plus, they've got a big squeeze on university places that they're facing now as well. So, you know, I think if you were an 18-year-old picking up your A-levels today, you might feel a little bit hard done by, especially if you compare yourself to people taking exams in Wales and Northern Ireland. But yet, on the other hand, um, when we saw the grade inflation of the pandemic, where sort of almost half of grades were the top marks, there is a risk that those grades, those exams, those results would be completely devalued if if that carried on. So I think the feeling is there's an understanding that something did have to be done to try and lower those marks. But if you're in the cohort who is affected by it, it, it's going to feel quite bruising. And speaking of sort of maintaining that value, something that Gillian Keegan, the education secretary, said was that we did need to protect the value of these grades that are obviously from Britain and respected around the world. Does her argument make sense, do you think? I think it does. I think when you sit an exam and you study for it for two years, you want it to have value. And of course said that students said they wanted to go back to exams and they wanted those qualifications to mean something. I think for universities, if they're choosing between candidates, if they're using A-levels, obviously, to to choose who to accept, if everyone's got an A-star, then how do they choose? You know, they, they, there needs to be a differentiation and it therefore helps universities as well if they know who the top students are and who they want to give places to. So I think it does make sense. 
Let's take a break now in part two. Anna explains why exams will be even tougher next year. They couldn't drop below 2019 levels, but next year all mitigations are going to be removed as far as we know. As you mentioned, we have seen top grades drop by a record 25%. And it's led to buzzwords in the media today of a clearing frenzy. Are we expecting that to happen? And what problems could that lead to if it does happen? Well, UCAS released their first figures this morning and there has been a rise in the number of students entering clearing. So as of this morning, there were 19,000 students who missed out on their first choice university and their insurance offer so they are entering clearing so there is pressure there last year 81 percent of 18 year olds were accepted onto a degree course on a level day and today it's now down to 79 percent yet there are more 18 year olds also in the population so there is pressure on teenagers looking for a place this year there's also the worry that they're up against international students and possibly students who got better results last year on the previous years and deferred entry as well so UCAS has, has told people to keep calm there are places available in clearing but to also have a plan b and to act quickly today so that they make sure they get the right place. So how do you think universities are likely to deal with this influx of people coming through clearing? Could they make exceptions at all for this group that has been called the unluckiest? Well, universities were given advance notice. They knew they knew this was coming, this plan to lower grades. So the Department for Education says that they made offers, universities made offers, knowing that grades would be lower so that Students haven't been given sort of outrageous offers with with, with top grades, so they are reasonable. I think it's always worth talking to your school and the university because things go wrong every year and people don't get the grades they thought they were going to. And it's not the end of the world. There are potentially things that can be done. So I think it's always worth talking to, to the university and the school. And despite the drop in top grades, today's results are actually still 7% higher than in 2019, when exams were last graded normally. Does this actually mean students this year have done really well? Well, London students have done brilliantly. They got the highest percentage of A stars, so exams taken in London, 10.5% of them were graded A star which is the highest in any other region. For example, in comparison, the North East was the lowest performing on A-stars and they had 6.4% of grades given an A-star. London and the South East regularly and traditionally do better than the rest of the country. They are pulling ahead even further by the looks of these results. The gap between London, South East and the lowest performing regions has increased. I think students have done really well this year because they've gone through a pandemic they've survived a global pandemic and all the chaos of the last few years they've sat their exams and they've been the first students to go back to normal without some of the mitigations that previous years had and people in other parts of the UK have had for example they didn't find out in advance 
areas that would come up so that they could focus their revision that was taken away this year so I think they have done brilliantly um, to be so resilient and come through this of course said that they did put in safeguards so that results wouldn't fall below 2019 levels and they said that even if a student this year was performing slightly lower than one in 2019 because of the pandemic sort of boundaries were adjusted nationally to make sure that that was fair so they couldn't drop below 2019 levels but next year all mitigations are going to be removed as far as we know of course said this morning that as of next year the safeguards will be removed and exams will be completely back to normal and grading will go back to normal completely Pick up the Evening Standard newspaper or head to standard.co.uk for more news, interviews and analysis. That's The Leader. Thanks for listening. We're back tomorrow afternoon at four o'clock.